Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We're back in the book of Romans. We're in Romans chapter 7. We'll be going down through verse 7 down to verse 25. I'm sort of calling this section the sin nature section. It's talking about the law and sin. And and one big concept here McGee talks about is, uh, and to summarize, there's no power in our old nature. And then there's, when we believe in the Lord, there's no power in the new nature. We're talking about the old nature of sin and the new nature, you know, um, of the Spirit. But there's no power in our new self. The power is in the Holy Spirit. The problem is us. So, as as uh, non-believers, we have no power. And then when we believe, oh, we're, we feel great about it, but then we realize we keep making mistakes. And... It's only until the Holy Spirit comes in us and works in us day by day and we depend on the Holy Spirit that we have power to overcome sin. But we have an old nature that keeps wanting to sin. The problem is us. The problem is we are powerless and in us there is no saving power there's nothing that can save us and then there's nothing in us to live a new life there's no power to live a spiritual life in me in you and any of us at all the only power to live this life comes from the holy spirit so that's a really hard thing to get into our minds because we always think that if we believe in Christ, we become Christians and now we're holy people. The only reason we're holy is we have the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. We're still powerless people that have to depend on His presence. We've been saved by His grace. We are now free from sin in terms of condemnation before God, but our bodies, our physical bodies, still live to sin, to serve sin. And uh, so we'll sort of see this tension. So verse uh, 7 of chapter 7, What shall we say then, that the law is sin by no means? 
If it had not been for the law, I wouldn't have known sin. So in other words, God gives us the law. He's not giving us sin. He's giving us like a mirror to look at ourselves to see sin. And then Paul says, for I would not have known, and he's given an example now, for I wouldn't have known what it is to covet if the law had not said you shall not covet. But sin seizing an opportunity through the commandment produced in me all kinds of covetousness. It's almost like when I call it the sin nature, almost like when you when you see little children, you think they're perfect, but as you see, their sin nature begins to take over. When you tell a little kid, you know, hey, little Jimmy or hey, little Johnny, you know, don't go over there and and get a cookie. Well, that's the first thing they want to do. They want to go over and get the cookie. They want to do exactly what you tell them not to do. But they wouldn't have thought about going to get the little cookie unless you tell them, don't go get it. But their nature likes to go against what's, what the rules are. So, so that's, that's uh, apart from the law, sin lies dead. So in other words, if you don't say don't get a cookie, there's no right and wrong, and there's no, you know, whether you get a cookie or not, there's no, no sin there. But when you tell the little kid don't do something, that's when sin becomes revealed. I was once... Alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin became alive and I died. In other words, sin condemns us to death because it's that knowledge of right and wrong that we can't uh, fulfill. And it's the it's that knowledge of right and wrong. It's what right and wrong is. It reveals what right and wrong is. Verse 10, the very commandment that promised life proved to be death for me. In other words, the commandment that says... This is what you have to do for eternal life. This is this is right and wrong. It promises eternal life, but none of us can live up to it. It's not that the law is the problem. It's we are the problem. Our sin nature is the problem. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. So that the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and righteous, righteous and good. In other words, sin, the sin nature takes that opportunity and deceives me thinking, oh, this is the right thing to do. And it ends up using that law to kill me, to condemn me. And our sin nature just does it. We don't want to do what is right. We are inherently evil inside. None of us are good. We're all wicked, every one of us. Verse 13, did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good in order that sin might be shown to be sin and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. Verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want to do. That's, in other words, I don't want to do what my new nature wants me to do, but I do the very thing I hate. In other words, I do what my old nature wants to do. Now, if I do what I do not want, in other words, if I do according to my old nature, I agree with the law that it is good. 
Or maybe he's saying, if I, if I do what I don't want to do, I agree with the law that is good. In other words, if I do according to my new nature, the spiritual side of me wins out. I'm not doing what I want to do, what my sin nature wants to do. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. My new nature wants to do what is right, but I can't do it because of my sin nature. Verse 19, For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. So in other words, I've got my new nature. The believer, the Christian person, wants to do what is right, but the old person doesn't want to do it. And I keep on doing what is evil. Verse 20, Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So if I make a mistake, Paul is saying, if I do what is wrong, that's my old sinful nature that is doing it. It's not my new nature. Verse 21, so I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see my members another law wages waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. So Paul's talking about this spiritual warfare going on right now within himself, between the old nature and the new nature. Wretched man that I am, verse 24. So the bottom line is, you can't win and I can't win when we believe in Christ because we've got this old nature that's battling against this new nature. We don't have the power. And then Paul says, in the end, I'm just a wretched man. Who will deliver me from this body of death? I can't get out of this body of death. This body of death, I'm trapped in. I can't get out of it. It keeps making mistakes. It keeps wanting to pull me down. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He gives the answer immediately in 20, verse 25. So then, I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but my flesh, I serve the law of sin. In other words... God lets me, he gives me his Holy Spirit. I'm powerless. I can't do it. The only way God sees me holy is through his presence in me. I have a new nature, but I can be spiritual by the presence of the Holy Spirit. That is huge. This is big, important theology here. So we're going to stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. This is something that, this is our saving grace here. None of us can, can live up to God's law. But by the power of the Holy Spirit and belief in Jesus Christ, we sacrificed our old nature so that even though we have to live in our bodies with the old nature we can be victorious over it with our new nature and with the presence of the Holy Spirit. So, as always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. We'll see you next time again tomorrow as we continue our study through this book of Romans. And now, 
I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host, Matali in Zambia. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing your take on this lesson today. And as always, our prayers go up for sweet Emma and sweet Jean.